Hi everyone, uh, welcome to Die of a Petty Bitch and part two of my Blink by Malcolm Gladwell series. I don't know, there's not really a name. This one is all about, uh, well I titled it, You Shouldn't Trust What You Hear. I don't know, that's not what it's all about, but yeah, basically that's what I'm calling it. Because uh, let's just do a run through really quick of everything. This is going to be short, so, you know, stay tuned, buckle up. The first thing is fa- faces and like facial expressions hold valuable clues, and that's on page 198. A quote is, Tompkins believe that face, even the faces of horses held valuable clues to inner emotions and motivations. That's kind of self-explanatory. Obviously, you can read people's facial emotions. This current, this, wait, sorry. This quote, like, doesn't really make sense, but it kind of does. It's on page uh, 207. People smiling with pens. The people with pens between their teeth found cartoons funnier. These findings may be hard to believe because because we take it as a, we take it as a given that we first experience an emotion and then may or may not express the emotion on our face. We think of the opposite direction as well. Emotion can also start on face. The face is not a secondary billboard for our internal feelings. It's an equal partner to the emotional process. So basically, I don't remember all the context of this. I'm going to be honest with you. I did write this outline a little bit ago. But so when you have a pen in your mouth, because when you have a pen in your mouth, I don't want to say you're smiling, but you're kind of already like smiling. So I think that's why. The next one's showing emotion on her face. It's an example from the OJ Simpson, tri- Simpson trial. It's on page uh, 210 and 211. Uh, it's talking about a guy who stopped the tape, rewound it, played it back in slow motion on the screen. Another guy who was uh, answering moved forward to answer the question. In a fraction of a second, his face utterly transformed. His nose wrinkled as he flexed his elevator, levator, I don't know, something in his face. His teeth were borrowed and his brows narrowed. It's only, it was totally AU9, he said. That's disgusting with anger. It's disgust with anger there as well. And a clue to that is when you get your eyebrows down, you... Typically, your eyes are not as open as they are here. The raised upper eyelid is component of anger, not disgust. It was quick. So basically, he had a split second where he actually showed his true mission on his face. And from that, you could tell that he was lying. I butchered that quote so terribly. I'm so sorry. This is what it's actually about. You shouldn't always trust what you hear. This is on page uh, 213. An example is looking at someone when they say, I love you. When someone says, I love you, we look into a person's eyes to judge whether they're sincere or not. When we meet people new, we often pick up subtle signals and afterward, even though he or she may have talked in a normal and friendly manner, we may say, I don't think they liked me or I don't think she's very happy. We easily phrase complex, distinctive we easily praise complex distinctions in facial expressions. 
And that's a quote from uh, 194. And then another one is, when someone tells us, I love you, we immediately look in their direction. Because by looking in the face, we can know or not, at least we can know a great deal more about whether the statement is genuine. Do we see tenderness and pleasure? Or do we catch a fleeting micro-expression of distress and unhappy flickering across their face? That's from one, uh, sorry, 213. I honestly agree with this so much. Like, obviously, a person can say anything they want to say, but do they mean it? Do their, does their face show emotion? Like, obviously, you know, like, when people... I think it's this quote. It's like, if she can say, I hate you with a smile on her face, she's in love with you. Like, something like that. So, it's something like a, like you're physically smiling. Like, if you if your eyes are lit up and you're smiling, obviously you don't hate them. And it's just stuff like that. But all of these episodes are so short, I could have made them into one. Um, I'm probably going to post them all in the same week, so it doesn't really matter. You know, organization for me. This is probably why I did it. You know, I did this a little bit ago, and then I recorded more. But Taylor is very smart sometimes, you know? Anyways, thank you so much for listening to part two of Darn Petty. Wait, no. Part two of the Blank by Malcolm Gladwell series. And thank you for listening to Diary of a Petty Bitch. I will see you in the next one, part three. Listen in that as well. And I hope you have a great day, hour, night, evening, second minute. I don't care. Smile. Yeah, I don't even know. All right.